Uh, good evening, ladies and gents. Um, I wanted to start today off with um, a song that has been in my spirit, <clears throat> if you will. I never know where this is going to go, so y'all cannot blame me for this shit. I never know what's happening. I don't know why, but for some reason, it's been stuck in my head for like the last day. <clears throat> okay. I'm looking for someone to love me. Yeah. I'm so yeah. <laughs> I don't why know why. Why is that ever the choice? Like, I'm so confused. I I don't know why, but I think it's just because they. It's been like stuck in my head. Mm -mm. Um, yes. I don't even understand what we're doing here. <laughs> Uh, welcome, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am Lee from the D. And I'm here. <laughs> uh, and this is Reality Rewind. We're back again this week. Um, at, well, as hopefully every week from now on. Yes. Uh, again, kind of, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? So, I say let's do the sadness sandwich. So we'll start with Real Housewives. Sadness sandwich don't taste good. I don't like it. <laughs> well, it just means uh, negative, something funny and hopeful, and then something really negative. Which no, is I don't be like it. Thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not, man, I don't like this. I don't know why we would want to do this. <laughs> I don't know why this is always the choice of what you to do to me. <laughs> so, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, a mess, <laughs> <laughs> a complete mess. Drew got her black ass on the internet and was and told Sheree that her peach had a PPP on it and the feds was coming for her. <laughs> she said you're the only person with a peach that has PPP on it. <laughs> and hashtag the friends are coming. I will say I am glad that somebody taught Drew how to throw a, a dagger here and there. I can't say they taught Drew how to read because I don't know if my no. a real successful read, but they saw her how to throw a cute little dagger out there. <laughs> she tells Sheree that. Sheree keep trying for her, keep trying for her husband. And Drew, Drew is stepping up finally. She's going she after is. these I'm girls. I'm glad she's trying to step up and saying what she needs to say. Yeah, because these girls are, they're not going to pull any punches with you. Um, and in my mind, it's all right. Well, I'm going to talk about everything. I'm going to go after any, any and everything that I can think of to hurt right. you publicly. Ain't nothing to off the fuck out of you. So ain't nothing off base for me. That's it. So like, oh, bitch, you want to jump. Okay, well, bitch, let's take the leap. <laughs> you over there playing hopscotch and I'm jumping off of cliffs, bitch. You want to take that leap with me? Um. But Kenya had a birthday party for Brooklyn that didn't make no damn sense. No, it didn't. None of it did, at least to me. Because one, I don't believe in doing those like, like it was such an adult. It was an adult for party. A small child's birthday party. Yeah, it was a very very cute idea, but it was framed as an adult party that kids have to be at, not as a children's birthday party. 
Well, it was an adult party with adult conversations for a child. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's an adult party that was having adult conversations that a kid has to be in. Because there is no way you should be doing this like shady tea party game or whatever at a kid's party. Exactly. People talking about sucking dick in a locker room and all it's kinds talking of talking about sucking dicks in locker rooms. And all kinds and of your baby party. running around. Talking people's husbands being gay and all kinds of shit. Like, not just your kids, but all these people's kids ain't running around here. Well, you see that white lady quickly snatch up her child. She said, this is a kid's party. <laughs> Marlo, can you don't invite your white friends if they don't get it? It's like, bitch, get what? <laughs> get that y'all are acting highly inappropriate for a child's birthday right. party. There ain't nothing to, nothing to get. And every last one of y'all should have been fucking embarrassed. Y'all should have been embarrassed because all of y'all have children and all of y'all have been acting a whole ass in front of them. Right. And now, oh, and Sheree mad at Candy. Well, Sheree just need a storyline. That's the only reason why she mad at Candy. Really? Because Tyrone said, I'm not going to do it. Literally. Because it's like you're not mad. Because the first of all, Sheree, Candy didn't tell Kenya and Marlo. Candy told Kenya and promptly said, but I haven't said nothing to Sheree because I'm giving Drew the opportunity to, to have talk a to conversation. Her. Like an actual person. Kenya told Marlo and told it like it was gossipy shit. And that's how it got to you. That was mm-hmm. not Candy. No, Candy, 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 what, bitch? Candy, go, sit down. Don't ever come for right, Candy. Right, right. Like, don't come for Candy. There's no reason why you should ever be having an issue with Miss Burress Tucker at all. Not at all. This bitch is too busy producing Broadway plays. She's trying to get her EGOT, okay? Exactly. Why you still trying to get spring in September and and joggers and Y'all summer agree. to link up under one godly like under one godly fucking company and that's not gonna happen. <laughs> um. Okay. So to, on to the happy. Um, Friday is the premiere of All Star Seven, and I'm thoroughly excited. It is. I'm thoroughly excited. I'm going to be behind just because it's just like a wild week. So I won't see it at first. So it's, I'll probably be yeah. so behind. I, probably, I usually like Saturdays are my drag race days. Those are the days to say, like, all right, I got to go to work. Let me watch drag race before I go to work because it always puts me in a good mood and then just go on in and deal with these niggas. You know, but you know, I'm traveling next week. So, you know, next week. All right. You'll be at Atlanta. Right, next week will be my attempt to go and eat at OLG. Oh, bitch. And I go will eat at OLG and see if you can find Trinity K. Bonet while you at it. I will promptly report back. Now, Mama's in Vegas getting her chicks. Oh, right. She is on the Vegas. Oh, she's on the Vegas show. And rumor I is, am. is that she's going to be on Canada versus the world. So I am going to the Vegas show in August. Okay. So I can report back as to how that is going to be. Every time you open your mouth, it's like a wild black spot because the picture. I know it's got it's, it's, it's like a ruthless toothless. <laughs> it looks insane. Like I can't. I literally cannot. <laughs> it's like a pissing teeth. It, it is. It, it, it throws me off every fucking time. Like I am too high <laughs> for this shit. <laughs> 
Mm-mm. Um, I there are a good portion of the cast I'm very excited about coming back. Um, it's some of Trinity. them I'm like I could have deal without. I don't like Trinity. That's the one that I was like I could have deal without Trinity. And honestly, no shade. I felt like I could have deal without Monet too. Same. Yeah. So if we're gonna bring like anybody Monet. back, Monet like can we get like Bob? You said what? I want to like Monet, but Monet like make it hard to like her. And Bob said she wasn't even called. That's it. And Bob was the one that was like talking about it the most. Tell me, all right, this is what we're gonna do. It's gonna be all stars, except we're gonna call it superstar. <laughs> like Bob had a whole production lined up and shit. They couldn't even. They didn't even call the bitch. They did not even call this woman. She's sitting there like, well, damn. You're right. Now I would have liked to have my whole thing uh, and made a whole little shit out of it, and I can't even get a phone call. Exactly. Or even as much as she got on my nerves, even a Violet, Violet would have been really good with this cast. I don't know. I don't like Violet. Violet would have been entertaining as in like starting shit and stirring a pop pot. Also, like no shade, Violet turns a fucking look. Yeah, but Violet is always just, just impeccably done. Yes, I agree. Violet is Violet, questionable for me. Violet's personality and the way it, pre- it was presented in that very edited ver- version of Drag Race. Very true, yeah. Really, really annoyed me. Yeah. No, same. Now, what I wish could have happened, although I know never will, I wish this could have been Tyra Sanchez redemption season. Season, Mm-mm. although you know, like I know, that shit is never gonna happen. Mama is banned from any and everything. I know, and I everything. wish that wasn't the case. Yeah, and I know Tyra don't even do drag no more. Don't right. like say Tyra's dead. Not even a thing. I just kind of wish that her role with World of Wonder and RuPaul wasn't what it was. Yeah. Because Mama was incredibly talented. It just, stupid talented. She got on the like, wrong stupid side fucking talented. and favorite, and this is what happens. And it was, for people, and this is always one of the arguments, that, like this whole conversation revolving around like, oh, and Tyra shouldn't have won, and Tyra's been banned, so they should just give it to Raven. No. No, Raven Tyra did win, and Tyra, Tyra deserved won. to win. Right, Raven did not win that. That she didn't win the competition. And did I she win World of Wonder? Did. Yes. I don't think Raven deserves to win. I actually don't even think Raven should have been in the top two because Raven really was extremely inconsistent. I just feel like Raven could turn. Like Raven looked pretty, but that was it. Raven was pretty and mean. And that was like all, oh, like at least like Tyra had a story was pretty and also mean. Like she had something still that was very endearing about her. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Tyra's like drag really was like Shea Coulee in season five talks about how her drag is a love letter to black women. So was Tyra's. So was Tyra. Tyra's was a like a big love letter to your Diane Carrolls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that old school 1960s, 1970s black glamour. Like your your um Beverly Johnsons, your Debbie uh, Allens, you know what I mean? Oh, your your Felicia yeah, Allens Felicia before Rashad. she was Rashad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And even like an homage back to like um Lena Horn, you know, like her drag really was uh it it really was pulled from and you could tell strictly from black women and you could tell in the looks because everybody's eye everybody had an aunt or somebody who had a picture in that exact same look or get up or or still had that wig or what have you that wig that dress that the color mm-hmm. palette whatever it is the earrings the anything and it didn't matter what the look was no and it didn't I do think that Tyra got the short end of the stick because she got on the wrong side of not only a fan favorite, but RuPaul's favorite. She got Adrian. And really, in real life, you want to talk about it, two of them. So, because it was Ray and Tatiana. Yeah, no shade. I give Tatiana credit, though, because Tatiana's black. And if. And not just black fishing. Right. Real talk. Tatiana's at least black. <laughs> hey, man, it's it's like, okay, this is just two niggas arguing. You know, with the get down shit. <laughs> um, okay. So to the meat of today's show. Uh, this week we are taking a dive into the Netflix world of prime documentaries with their newest. 2022 release, Our Father. It is a story revolving around Dr. Donald Klein. Klein stands accused of artificially inseminating an unknown number of women with his sperm. I put it that way for a reason. The story also follows Oh, the story only follows really a handful of uh, siblings and their retelling. It's only about, what, six of them actually talking this? I think it's only about six. Yeah, like six, seven, even though there's like, what, 95 and counting? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. This man has 98 children in total. Um, the story is their retelling and and oddly a reenactment. <laughs> yeah, that's about how they found out about what? each other, the Can biological father. I was like, why We're is this? Like, why are we reenacting this? Need the reenactment. Does that add to the story? Because I could literally do I, it didn't for me. It's like I could do wholly without this. The whole time I was watching this, and the man that they hired to play. Dr. Klein, I kind of just felt bad for him. Because I'm like, the rest of your life and career is going to be tainted by this. Like people are going to see you on the street because because Americans are idiots. And then they're going to think that you're a doctor who inseminated all these women and had 94 children. I literally I pray for your safety. And that makes everything so much worse yes the whole time i was like you're probably a really sweet man at heart <laughs> you probably got like you're probably pawpaw to uh to three kids you got two yourself you know like mm-hmm. you, you build things with them you teach them how to start fires and camping and now you're also doing this you take the two lord and then you also play elderly men in true crime documentaries <laughs> i know and now you're uh, never gonna be confused with Dr. Klein, and that's just unfortunate. Right. Well, we're gonna try and uh we're just gonna try and have like a what the fuck are you doing? We're just gonna try and have a very general conversation about this documentary. This cat is behind me. You see this shit? This nigga's attacking the plant. <laughs> <laughs> 
the wild part is I couldn't even tell because he kind of blends in with the nigga. In. So it didn't even like register that the cat was there. Um, well, our documentary starts with um, the sibling that they so affectionately refer to as sibling number one. <laughs> it's Jacoba. <laughs> oh, God. So they talk when about they how. Her name. I was like, are they saying Jacoby? And also, is that oh. her last name? And then when I realized it was Jacoba and it was her first name, I was like, hmm. Where is she from? A commune? A trailer park? Someplace where hippies live. I didn't think trailer park, but I definitely thought like, okay, your parents are deeply religious to be naming you Jacoba. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Someplace that either like religious zealots or hippies live. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Or some combination of both. I was so confused. Like, because well, when she showed up, that wasn't who I was expecting to see. What do you mean? Because I expected like long hair, flower crown, kind of dusty, like she hugged trees. I didn't expect this semi-well-appointed woman to be sitting here having this conversation with me, you know? Okay, fair. I mean, especially with that name, okay. Right, like I just didn't know what to expect, so it really threw me off. I honestly expect her to be far more conservative than she actually really presents herself, at least in this to be. Uh-huh. Um, and by conservative, I mean more traditional values. You know, I'm a woman. But I don't swear. Like she was swearing up and down through it. When she called him fuck nuts, I screamed laugh. Yeah, like me too. But that's what I'm saying with, with a name like Jacoba, <sighs> you're either going to be like hardcore homeschool religious nut or like super hippie. No, this so girl is not the book. To find this weird in between is it was off-putting, right? Because you hardly ever get the in-between. Where it's like yeah. a little bit of both sides of this person. You almost never get that. So it was a little off-putting. Um so Jacoba's mother, Debbie, was inseminated in 1979, right? Which mm-hmm. just seems to be the running thing, like time-wise, is all these people, all these women are inseminated between the late 60s and early 90s before there was any real quote unquote federal guidelines. Notice I say guidelines, not regulations, right? Yeah. Um, she found out she was like a donor child. She goes on the hunt for her dad. She does 23andMe. Well, actually, she calls the doctor for a lead, and he says the records were destroyed. Mm-hmm. And even if they weren't, he couldn't give that information anyway. Mm-hmm. She ended up using 23andMe and thus began her search for her siblings because she immediately finds seven. So off rip. We have to pause here because this is what triggered me. Because if you listen to our other podcast, then you're well aware on the journey with me and recently becoming in touch with my biological father and other siblings I didn't know I had and things of the sort, right? And when it was like, oh, I did a 23andMe to find my siblings, it hit a little close to home. 
Yeah. For me, just because it's like, yeah, for this particular girl, it's because she knew she was a donor, right? But those of us that have fathers that weren't necessarily in the home, it's the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Because you grow up not having known this man, and it's like, you know, there's other kids, you don't know where they are. Yeah. You're always kind of looking like, oh, I hope this nigga not my brother, or, you know, I hope she's not my sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a very real fear for people who grow up not knowing their father, but also knowing that their father is in the, or has been in the vicinity of where they are. Mm-hmm. And so, when we got to this point and when she's talking about, you know, finding all these sibling matches through 23andMe because my sibling matches were found through Ancestry. Some of theirs were as well, too. Right. So it's yeah. like, it's like, oh my God, like I'm literally in this place right now. And I know mm-hmm. this is a little bit more vulnerable than I normally get on this podcast. And if you don't want to hear it, sorry, just fast forward. But <laughs> It's, it was, it was, I had to pause. Like I had to stop because it was a touch triggering because it's like, this is not my situation. Like at all. Yeah. You know. But like, there, there's a similarity between still it the of same like finding family. Like I'm. Well, finding blood relatives. It's rather. like at this big, at my big age, at my very big age, I'm discovering new sisters. And that's weird, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's also the similarity between it too, because these weren't people; they weren't in their twenties or even honestly right. early thirties like finding it out. Yeah, yeah, they were grown as fuck with their own ass families and kids and responsibilities. So no, I definitely like. There's definitely more parallels to it than you know. Yeah, and then with that also comes with discovering medical histories and how they affect you and discovering shared personality traits and where you may have inherited that from and there's so like all the things that you intrinsically do as a child with your siblings you have to work at as an adult trying to have a sibling relationship yeah and that's taxing on your mental health, regardless of how you may feel about the person. Because, like, I love the relationship that I'm building with my sister and mm-hmm. my aunt in Nashville. Like, I love and cherish the relationship that we're building. Yeah. That's not to say that's not taxing on your mental health. Yeah. you thinking about, well, what are what is my family going to think? Like, what is my mom going to feel? What is my brother and sister is going to feel? Like, how are they going to feel? How are they going to react? Is it going to be okay? When is it time to bring them all in the same space? When, you know, and it's like- Can I bring them all in the same space? Can I bring them all in the same space? And this is coming from somebody who grew up with majority of my siblings because they were Mm -hmm. with my mom. You know, we all grew up together and I have this whole other- Honestly, I can't even say majority because at the rate that I'm being told, you know, I have the exact same number that I don't know. 
and only one or two I've spoken to. Yeah. And it's like trying to fold in grown people into your life in these roles that are established before you can talk. Before adulthood, yeah. Right. And that's why this particular documentary documentary kind of triggered me a little bit because it's like they're doing the same thing. Granted, it was under like wild ass circumstances, but very much so is the same. Yeah. Um well Jacoba begins her journey for her sisters and establishing the relationship. Her sisters and her well, her half sisters and half brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets that ding and it's like the Golden State Killer all over again. Sis is like, boop, we got seven. Yeah. She said seven. So eight in total. So we're already at 12 children that Dr. Klein. Which <laughs> we're already past because they said Hell. the standard is no more than three. So they said that they didn't use this, the donor more than three times. Um, federal guidelines say you can't use the same donor more than 25 times within a population of half a million. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little bit. So when he says, when Jacoba like starts to put pieces together in the, in the process of finding more, more siblings, um, when he says he only donated nine to 10 times, I was watching something else about um, a, a family where this also would hap- happen because apparently this is far more common than I ever realized. Yeah. And th- one of the women who actually knows the science behind it, not I, she was saying that each donation can give not up to nine viable samples. Yep. So where he's saying, I only donated nine to 10 times based on the science that she explained to me. He could have 90 to 100 children. But even with that, which is what happened at first, and then it turned to no more than 12 and then no more than 15. And it kept going. Oh, well, it's no more than it's no more than it's no more than in reality. If we if we stay at 15, that's 150 feasible children in the world. Right. This man, okay, so he, I'm reluctant to put it this way. And we also but, have to acknowledge that this is rape. Yes, it's it's some kind of assault under the law. I don't know what. I know that it's a massive violation and it shouldn't have Because happened. you are, the thing about it is like, you are unwillingly inseminating someone in a state of sexual arousal. That's right. That's what the um, other attorney was also saying, too. That's right. My thing was, is like, it's damn sure not, it's damn sure not, uh, what was it, two felony counts of perjury, whatever the fuck he was charged with. I I don't understand how he was never charged with any level of malpractice because Because that's the basic. Well, this is the thing. Malpractice laws depend on what state you're in. Some states are way more harsh. They're harsher circumstances, but way more vague on which considered what is considered malpractice than others. So I don't remember where he is. I feel like it was one of the it was Indiana. Indiana. It was Indiana. 
but that's also why it wasn't considered rape because in Indiana it's a two it's a twofold thing. Like it has to be yeah. non-consent and force or whatever is defined as being force. Now, mind you, Mike Pence was the governor of Indiana, so that tells you. Well, that there's that. Also, I used to live in Indiana, and I enjoyed where I lived, but that doesn't say that Indiana, in and of itself, isn't fucked up. But that's a lot of the Midwest. But yeah. you got you got that in the way they look at rape, but then you also, when you think about a state like Indiana. Because there's also the case of what is consent, right? And, and how we define the, consent. With what a lot of people in state legislature was saying was like they consented to be inseminated. Yeah, that's essentially what the attorney general matter. was saying. It was a it was an anonymous donor. Mm-hmm. But the thing, though, was, is even if it wasn't anonymous donor, it wasn't the donor that you selected. It wasn't. The and donor that's where my issue was. I would have. That's exactly it. Like he spent his entire career. I won't say entire career, but this entire portion of his career. Trying to uh, trying to pick, quote, trying to, quote unquote, pick donors who resembled what these, these, these families look like, right? Mm-hmm. Say, like, oh, your husband's tall with dark hair, dark eyes. We'll try and find a donor who looks like your husband, which would make sense. And honestly, put many of these women at ease. You know what yeah. I mean? They're, they're already on pins and needles about having, about dealing with their own, own like fucked up issues surrounding infertility. They're already shelling out a fuck ton of money for this. So I'm sure that there's a level of, there's a big level of anxiety surrounding the mm-hmm. process for these people. And the thought of like, well, at the very least, my child can resemble me and my husband. Well, I, at least in my mind, will put some of these patients at ease. And in that, to me, is a malpractice because you specifically said we're doing the X, Y, and Z. I'm using X, Y, and Z to create these results for you. And that's not what happened. This man was off in the office, like rubbing one out. Hey, don't be shy and coming back in 15 minutes later. But we also have to, it's like, I, I, I'm going to start here. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Like yeah. 110% we're on the same page, right? But I think the thing about this, we're looking at it from a morality standpoint and not a legal standpoint, which you and I both know almost never are one in the same. Very much so. I mean, you can't, despite despite white people's attempts, you can't legislate aspects of morality. At least you you, you're not supposed morality. to be able to. Exactly. You definitely can, but you're not supposed to be able to. Because it's like morality is just that. Like, it comes from so many different places and so many of them being based on familial and environmental that there's no way to legislate morality. Yeah. As much as we try. Well, we meet his, I don't know whether to call them his, his a co-worker and partner or partners in crime nonetheless they said that they didn't because know because i was like how the fuck y'all didn't know nothing like well 
one of the women was saying that every time I met with him, it was like nobody was there. It was just me and him. So there is a possibility that they had no idea. Cause I mean, these women had no idea. So I, I have no it, doubt that yeah, like, the partner like, y'all see really the didn't have an idea. Y'all work it. Yeah. Y'all see the billings. Y'all no, they see, see the, the billing statements, but what they don't see is him swapping out the sperm. You like he's crazy. doing the procedure. They just don't know. He is doing they just the don't know whose sperm he's using. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. And the funniest thing to me was, OK, so they were talking about how he did not want to use frozen sperm, which kind of tip off red flag. Nonetheless, like everybody uses frozen sperm. Yes, which is even more fucked up because we'll get into that. Um, yeah. But the woman, Jan, it was either Jan or Jane Shore. I, I just wrote carried sperm in her titties titty yeah, sperm that's true. <laughs> I said ma'am no the fuck you didn't it had to stay in high temperature it's like bitch if you don't get a hot towel <laughs> and wrap that shit in there and run like hell mama said I'm gonna know where you? my shit came from Imagine like imagine if she would have got pulled over or something or some situation where she's just walking back and had to be patted down and all of a sudden you find this vial of sperm in this woman's breast. <laughs> like what kind of shit is that? I don't even know. I literally do not know. Can't Girl. even imagine what that looks like. <laughs> that is just titty sperm just nasty the fact that you he's saying titty sperm is what's really sending me because i need you to stop saying that like i need that to happen because that is really sending me also the fact that i mean not just titty sperm but the fact that they had a notebook stop of criteria of donors i mean let, let me tell you let me, okay if you're going in for ivf and you find out that this woman is carrying sperm in her titties and you got to flip through a notebook to pick your donor. Aren't those red flags? Don't that make you a little uncomfortable? This nigga break out his five-star trapper keeper and shit. About, here's yeah. a six-foot-tall man with dark hair. No, yeah. nigga. No. 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 Not at all. Well, Jacoba was talking about how shocked she was at... um finding the eight siblings and then they kind of talked about what the ramifications of overusing of sperm for sperm donors actually is there was a guy it's his name was dr bryce something he had donated sperm and he was so it was only going to be used five times mm -hmm. so far as well as far as he knows at this point it's been used 17 times Right, And he was told that it was going to be sold and used on the East Coast. I think he lived in like Oregon. And in all actuality, it was used all up and through all, all over Oregon. And this man is sitting here like he's got his own kids. He's got his he, he he's a doctor with children and grandchildren and a whole ass life. And these kids pop up and they're like, hey, we don't want anything. We just want to tell you that this is what the fuck happened. He ended up suing the doctor. Which I'm also kind of surprised because they did end up suing him 
And I think they recently got a settlement. It was like maybe 1.3 million. Did they give a settlement? Because I tried to look and I couldn't I think find so. anything, but I also wasn't looking that hard. Well, I checked the Fox affiliate. It's like Fox 59 or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually a couple of hours ago today, there was something posted about a $1.3 million oh, settlement like between just, him and the just family. Got this settlement. Oh. Yeah. Like just got it. And I wonder how much, cause it's 94 kids. Like how the fuck is that going to work down? I mean, well, it's only going to go to a few of them. I think it's the very few, like the first few that file complaints. The first like 10 or 12 that's actually on the lawsuit, not everybody. Yeah. Well, the first eight end up sitting down trying to fill out, you know, figure out the blanks and what have you. Mm-hmm. One of the sisters said, all right, um, we're going to reach out because there's this cousin named Sylvia. And they start asking Sylvia about surnames. Well, the last names in the family. And it was Shreveport or Swingport, something, something swift, something popped up and they said, Oh, okay. Well, thank you. She goes, oh, but wait a minute. Um, I do have Klein as well. I have a cousin named Donald. And that's when it clicks and everybody's like, holy fuck, our parents. OBGYN was, is our biological father. Uh Jacoba ends up filing a, a like complaint with the Indiana Attorney General's office. She reaches out to Angela too. Let me tell you about Angela Gatone. Okay, Angela Gatone is an anchor over at Fox 59 and down in uh, hometown ass Indiana, right? (laughs) When I tell you Angela's forehead moved and it felt so refreshing, she was not Botox. No, Mama's very much like, I'm going to age. She said, I'm going to be expressive. I saw that forehead move and I was like, work, Angela, bitch. Look at you. Angela, Angela looked good. Um, but Klein, oh, Angela reaches out. Yeah, my note says Angela foreheads move, forehead moves, and, and it's very refreshing. <laughs> uh, Klein ends up, ends up talking to Angela. Says he did nothing wrong. Nothing did. He didn't do anything inappropriate, and that he was using the sperm of a med student, not his own. His adult children were asked by some of the siblings because one of the siblings, after all of this, decided, okay, well, we're going to hit up all of his relatives over the age of 18. So they started asking around, like, hey, did any of you donate sperm? Right? Because, you know, if he says, I didn't do this, but they're they're all related, then maybe it's a possibility that one of the children did or an uncle or some kind of close relative. They did not. One of the siblings then proceeds to get into real contact. I think it was Jacoba with his two kids, Doug and Donna, and they meet at the church. And yeah, that was Jacoba. That was Jacoba. Mm-hmm. And they tell Jacoba, well, he said it could be any more than 10. Keep in mind, we got 94 total. Exactly. He actually admitted to his kids that he had used his own sperm and that these women were desperate. And if he couldn't find an available or viable candidate or donor for this, then he would just shoot the club up his damn self. 
Then we hopped to sibling 14. So we went from 10 to 14, right? Because a lot of them really didn't want to participate. Like, no, I don't mean that. I just mean the numbers. Yeah. You say there's no more than 10. And then instantly after that, they're like, well, meet Julie Harmon. She's number 14. julie's parents thought that they used no more than 12 here's 14 like right weird and what he did a lot too was he took he would take samples from like women's husbands Mm -hmm. and i guess dispose of them because in this case he was supposed to use a sample from julie's father and didn't he just he was just like well this is not superior i'm getting rid of it yeah and not just her there was also um my favorite my favorite of this was shireen that older lady in that aubergine coat with that little short orange cut yes yes shireen did not give a fuck about this man not at all. She hated her him. husband. Mark was sitting there. It's like, yeah, you know, he was kind of. She's like, no, he was arrogant. I, I had a degree in what was it, neurobiology, and I was also I was a PhD in neurobiology, and I was also an occupational therapist working with premature babies. He was arrogant, and he said he do more than me. I said, that's right, bitch. You better tell it girl <laughs> get him shereen bitch mark's sitting there well he was uh they kicked mark's ass off it was just like we just want shereen <laughs> but julie ends up like everybody else taking the 23 me. jacoba finds her and jacoba you know tells her the whole spiel says you got a bunch of siblings and that they actually were planning at some point to sit down with Donald Klein. Thanks to his son. His son was like, well, we can, I can get him there, you know, sit down and talk to you. It seemed like his actual, at least these two children in this, they talked about them very little, but what they did talk about made them seem reasonable. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't... Like, it was out of the realm of possibility, but they handled it as best as they could. They handled it like adults. Mm. Yeah, like, um, it, it's like, the ki- like his kids in this were the most reasonable people because, but it's like, how could they not be, right? Because he's a fucking psychopath and all of their mothers are victims. With yeah. the exception of the one kid that he later was her OBGYN and possibly inseminated her too, which was fucked up. Well, I was trying to wait to get there. Because <laughs> that is the that is the final twist in this fucked up ass M night Shamalama Ding Dong film of incest. Exactly. Because it God. Um, but you got Julie, they talked to Matt. Um Shereen and Mark, Allison, Allison and Shereen, one of Shereen and Mark's kids, they are twins. Mm-hmm. So she ended up with two twins by this man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you were saying, woman named Allison, she was roughly about 47. All of these people are getting these things, except for Jacoba. 
all of these people receive 213 and me as a gift and it ruined their lives yep every last one of them got it as a birthday gift a christmas gift a wedding anniversary mm-hmm. and every last one of them have been like damn <laughs> no <laughs> sorry i'm being but even that part of it was triggering right so it's like not to keep bringing this back to me but it's just part of what we do here is talk about our experience in consuming this media right so yeah even with that because the last time i was in i was where they are and i was having brunch with my aunt she was talking about how she wanted to do one of those tests when she was so scared because like the pandora's box it could open but then on the other side, I'm like, I totally hear that because I ended up here because I took one of those tests. I wasn't looking for none of this. I just ended up here because I took one of those tests. But at the same time, if it wasn't for that test, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah. Having this brunch, having this conversation. So it's like for as much as it like fucks your world up because I'm not going to ever say that this didn't like turn my life upside down because it did. That shit, right. it's off-putting. It, it does turn your world around. Lean down like that because of the way this picture in your background is. Like you got a hole in your head. It's really freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a giant rip in your head. It is really freaking me out. <laughs> but, uh, so there's that but then it's like I can see all the beautiful things that happen from doing a test like this but I also totally see all the reasons why you wouldn't want to yeah um I I'll talk about that after oh god okay I might be in these streets Oh no, not in the streets. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Um, but yeah, no, you're like you're you're right. Like there, I see why people have this fear because you have these stories like this, mm-hmm. or even like s- stories on a smaller scale where, like in your situation, you end up finding like a whole There's family as a, a few. Oh, so, like ninety four siblings. It ain't 94, but it's a lot of these. But it's, <laughs> it's a lot of them. It's a lot of these niggas. It ain't 94, but it's a whole lot of them. Um, you even had the guy Jason, Jason Hyatt, when he did Ancestry. He did it, and I guess his friend was like, you're only going to get like 15. You, sh- you should get no more than 15 hits. And he ended up getting right. 3,000. And he ended up getting 3,000 hits. 3,000 hits. So, I don't know how many people that's listening has done Ancestry, right? Mm-hmm. The thing about Ancestry is, and this is, I could be totally wrong. Like, I'm literally speaking from the knowledge I have from my experience. Yeah. Of all the hits that I've gotten on Ancestry, half of them have been half siblings, you know, that type of shit. And yeah. And it goes from like the first half of the hits that I always get are like half siblings. 
siblings, aunts, uncles, that type of thing. Because they kind of, whenever it's a half-sibling, they also, it's like half-sibling, aunt, uncle, like, it's like a, whatever relation that would be, you have a 50% DNA match, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then the other half is like, this is your first cousin, second cousin, third cousin, you know, like stuff like that. So if you got 3,000, at least 1,500 are probably showing up as like some sibling relation. Either either that or first cousins, because that's what um, that's what really led them to even yeah. piece together that it was Dr. Klein was because they hit some good old Sylvia and Sylvia ain't know no better. She was just sitting there shooting the shit. It was like, oh, I got a new, oh, I got a new cousin. Hey, family. Mm-hmm. She probably, what was that? Oh my God, I swear this <laughs> nigga's in Brooklyn. Girl. <laughs> These niggas in Brooklyn be, <sighs> niggas out the window playing fucking drums. Niggas is honking. The light pollution is awful. Bitch, I was up to four o'clock one morning. I didn't realize it was that late. I thought it was actually later. And because of the light pollution, I thought it was sunrise. That's how it was when I first got here. Bitch, confused. Um, but yeah, we end up talking to... Uh, really, we stop at sibling 61, which means there's another 33 after her that we don't necessarily get to communicate. 61 was probably, that was what we referenced a little earlier. She was probably the most egregious case. She was um, Shireen and and one of Shireen and Mark's twin daughters that are children of Dr. Klein. Dr. Klein was also her, fertility doctor and OBGYN for two years. She also, like many of the other siblings, she got the 23andMe as a gift, took it, got that hit, that good, good hit from Jacoba was talking about, hey sis, what's up, what's up, what's up? And she said, I don't know you and never responded. And then looked at Dr. fucking Phil. Was watching Dr. Phil. That's kind of what happened with me because she, like, I got the message and I didn't respond for a long time. I don't know what this scam ass shit is. Right. And then it wasn't Dr. Phil, but it just something said, like, respond and talk to her. And then turn, come to find out this shit wasn't no goddamn scam. This bitch was watching Dr. Phil. She was probably making sandwiches for the babies, middle of the day. All of a sudden, she find out she actually does have 93 other half-siblings. One of the things, too, that they talked about, so they talked about how 30% of the men who sign up to donate end up being disqualified for varying reasons. For varying, because if you have, like, genetic conditions, autoimmune Mental health issues. um, Mental health issues, like recessive genes that could potentially be harmful if your sperm they disqualify is low, you. if your sperm count is low, it's there's so many reasons that you could be disqualified that a lot of people really do and never know that they were disqualified. Yeah. I mean, as you know, you don't really need to know you were disqualified. Yeah, no. This like, man would, would have if, if he actually went through proper channels to donate, he would have been immediately disqualified. Yep. Because they were saying that a massive majority of the siblings have 
various digestional and autoimmune issues. One girl was talking about she found out had she had a blood clotting condition in the midst of a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. That is fucking terrible. Well, literally, all you're doing is clotting. Right. It's the, just by all means the most disgusting and terrifying thing. He said flat out that he only had all his children are healthy. Like he flat out said that to them because they were asked. They actually asked him about it, and then they go through. Yep, every um, the siblings that we get to hear from, they go through autoimmune issues, digestional tract issues, colorectal issues, blood clotting disorders. They talk about him lying about um, his arthritis and taking meds and being being given med- medication by other doctors to help like stabilize his hands and the pain so that he can continue surgery. Like the fact that it, it just seems like everywhere we turn, this man has been given every kind of a leeway, a boost up or what have you to, right. to maintain and continue the behavior that he has maintained and continue. Even in the court case, like the judge, the judge's name, I looked her up. I sure did. The judge's name is Helen Marshall. Yeah. I'm not doxing her. That is public record. That is public record. The judge's name is Helen Marshall. This woman was far more sympathetic and empathetic to this man that willingly based on well they also believe based on his own religious beliefs which we'll get into that because that's Mm. a mess um she really believed that this man was doing some good i guess in her sad sick perverted over hair sprayed mind her hair is stiff it's very stiff her hair is stiff like um very very stiff but he was a he's a firm believer in quiverful which i first came across quiverful um because of the family from 19 and counting the duggars mm-hmm. they were a quiverful family yeah um and the belief so quiverful is an extremist version of christianity for those of you that don't know and it <sighs> I, some people call it a cult. I'll say that. Um, and part of the reason why some people call it a cult is the whole idea is for you to have as many children as possible to be a quiver full of arrows, right? A little basket yeah. full of arrows to shoot out into the world. And the idea is that you train your children in order to um, take higher ranking positions in your state, federal, and local government Mm -hmm. in order to sway the law in a way that represents the quiverful values, which are, you know, extremist Christian values. Yeah. And they, I'm a firm believer that, yeah, I think he definitely was. I think he definitely was. Mm -hmm. They talk about like all of the children and their words, not mine. All of the children are very Aryan. 
when she said all of the one sister said Caucasian and the other one said Aryan. I was like, yeah, girl, I see where you're going. I can smell it all over this shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was like it was. Let's make the whitest people possible. Yeah. That's literally like, and that's really was. what it was. Yeah. Like truthfully, that's really what it was. They even talk about like some of the women essentially being harassed. Um, one woman, I think it was Heather, uh, the sister, I want to say she might have been number 53. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh no, that was Carrie. Carrie's number 53. It was a Heather might be 41. I just oh Heather was 22 excuse me sibling 22 Heather Wukok um Heather talks about like in the process once again she got a DNA test as the gift stop giving people DNA tests as gifts please the wild party is mine was a gift too (laughs) (laughs) just give gift cards Give a good Amazon gift card, a good Red Lobster gift card, a good Olive uh, Olive Garden gift card, a Dave and the Buster, a Target. Give a Target gift card. Stick to that. Just never give never give a loved one a DNA test as a gift because there is a chance that you might fuck their lives up. (laughs) In ways that wow, you had no idea. Is definitely a gift. That is so wild to think about. <laughs> but no, um, Heather talks about like once again, just like everybody else, she got it as a gift from her husband. She got that good, good message from Jacoba. Jacoba's always the one that's like, yo, what's up? Welcome Jacoba to Jacoba was on top of the thing. She said, I'm calling she be all messaging. Yes, everybody gets a message from Jacoba. Um, but she was talking about after she came out, met the family and her story, her aspect or her side of the story started to come out. She started being harassed. Um, what was it? It was by, um, it's a cemetery kept calling her about, uh, did she want to buy this plot now? Cause she's going to need it. Some shit like that, which at that point I I would just roll up to the cemetery (laughs) I mean, I would just roll up to the cemetery and be like, and demand to speak to the director and say, this is what we're doing. Like, record them and take it up there. I really like, fuck that shit up. Jacoba was talking about how somebody took all her lug nuts off. And I'm like, okay, her tires would eventually come off. But... <laughs> this is the like why not just put I don't know marbles in the gas tank I can't no. why not cut like brake lines like we just take a look that's off and she was like and I felt so threatened and I was like I would just feel confused because <laughs> that's this... a lot of energy for not the payoff that you thought it, it takes a have. lot of energy to bust lug nuts on a fucking tire it takes a lot of strength it's Ooh, like this... why are that's so like useless. You, this ain't the payoff you thought it was gonna be, and no. this is a ton of energy. Yes, when she said they took the lug nuts off my car, it's like, uh, okay, and what else? Uh, that's it. Yeah. How much time did it take them to do this? 
Um, Julie was talking about her being hacked, which I'm like, he, this motherfucker got this motherfucker can hack into accounts. He got people like that that can hack. She was talking about how they hacked into her Google, her Google Docs, and deleted all of the emails that she had saved, all the articles revolving around him. So apparently these women, like, apparently Dr. Klein was connected enough to get lug nuts taken off and Google drives. <laughs> 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 and to get women harassed with calls from the cemetery all of these plots of revenge and harassment so, just... it's so ignorant it's like what are we doing like what is going on this is all so ignorant the whole time I'm like did we even try <laughs> this is not this is not really how you're like, harassed. You shouldn't be doing it anyway, this but damn. Giving, I'm bored and don't know what the fuck to do with my life. He's been watching too many episodes of Columbo. Because to come up with some stupid shit like this. Right. No, he ends up harassing them. They end up um, finally, because he actually ended up lying. What was it? It was the state attorney's office had him go on record and he lied on record and said that he never used any of his sperm, which was, which was stupid because right. there were 94 bodies within a 25 mile radius that could prove otherwise. DNA. <clears throat> right. In a, she was, when Jacoba was like, some of us live within minutes of him. Yeah. She's like, we're all in a 25 mile radius. Mm -hmm. Um, uh julie and i think it was carrie or maybe it was either carrie or heather it was one of the sisters mm -hmm. she's like yeah i know her because her her husband was my my daughter's soccer coach and our kids go to school together like imagine like the fuck what? imagine having to have this discussion with like your children in your small town that hey you have to be careful about the people that as you grow up you begin to date or have sex with because more than likely because they might be your brother they're your cousin or cousin right like this man and i said specifically an unknown number of women because even it's, in it's still coming out we don't know yeah like it's many. still the numbers are still going and if we mm -hmm. if we're at 94 truthfully there is no telling the number of children that this man i has. guarantee there's twice as many as that out there right and his the children that he had in his marriage is another four so it's, he has 98 children and i guarantee you there's at least another 90 out there it's no, it honestly is it's no like, telling. There's really no end because he was the doctor inseminating these women. Some of these women had twins. Some had triplets. He has a, a range of patients and it's like, oh my God, his always works. Go to him. So his patient list is wild long. You really don't know how many there is. And I don't right. think they ever will know. And they didn't even mention the fact that like, so sperm banks are, it's it's like a five point, it's like 5.4, 5.5 billion dollar industry a year. 
that's pretty much unregulated. Yeah. And they didn't even mention the fact that like many a sperm bank or um, uh, fertility doctor can either buy or sell samples to other places. Yeah. So it's no telling like it did he even sell some of his titty sperm to other places. <laughs> Oh my God, this woman probably had his sperm <laughs> in her titties. Oh God, that's disgusting. That's this, so man nasty. A, this man is a fucking horrible, like fucking, fucking horrible piece of shit. Well, David Klein finally ends up um, arrested because like I said, he lied and the cops rolled up and said, okay, we're going to do a DNA test. They swabbed his ass in his front yard. He said he had pneumonia. He didn't want to be too close. They did not care. And came to find out that he was 99.9997% Jacoba's father. That point zero 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 three percent is the little bit of hope that he had left. He said he couldn't remember the number of times that he had used his own sperm planned and he had planned on, it was obstruction of justice. That's what it was charged. That's the charge. He planned on and actually did plead guilty to obstruction of justice. He didn't want to go on trial though, because he, what he really truly wanted to do was avoid any more information coming out and further embarrassing him and his family. <sighs> Jacoba is... Jacoba is granted the capability to have a, a victim impact statement, right? So she she's granted the ability to write and read this to him. The shit was so fucking edited. The shit was so edited. What that judge, because it was an obstruction of justice charge, there were things that had to be quote unquote left out. Yeah, But it didn't make sense to me that those items and topics were left out because the whole reason why he has the obstruction of justice, justice charge is because he lied about fathering all of these children. So it didn't make sense. Mm -mm. They headed at that victim impact statement. And when I tell you that, that defense attorney, that bitch had her espresso that day because she was quick to yell objection, every other word and every other sentence. Which was, which was, you took this woman's like true, in this moment, you took this woman's true and only time that after all of this, she's going to be able to say whatever the fuck she wants to say with no repercussions and actually have this man be forced to fucking hear her. This nigga is, they gave this nigga uh, time served for two, two low level felonies right. and a $500 fine. Mm-hmm still allowed to practice medicine should not have been shouldn't have been not at all <sighs> he shouldn't have been he shouldn't have been especially like i wonder if i wonder if he's still um allowed to practice now it would seem to me that that allison me, woman allison Kramer, I think, she would be the final nail in the coffin like him lying, him like lying about being this woman's like biological father and being her her fertility specialist, that to me should be enough of a grounds to remove him from being able to practice medicine. 
At least to me. I'm pulling up an article about like what he's doing now. Give me one second. Yeah. This is taking a while long to pull up, but it truly is just like vulgar. Let's see. Where is he now? Oh, that was Lisa that was her husband coached. She was number 33. So he's retired from medicine. Oh, they gave him the capability to retire. He's still considered an upstanding citizen, a revered community, and an elder of his church. Mm-mm. Of course he is. Those are the same motherfuckers that wrote in letters to the judges, to the judge, excuse me. Talking about he's a great man, he's an upstanding citizen. Mm-hmm. The they said that a prosecutor from the county in which he lived in wrote a letter in on the on his behalf, which is even right. more like how fucking dare you? Like how ugh. but I mean, you know, it's Indiana, it's a white man. I mean, let's be mm-hmm. real. Like, even the attorney general was like a piece of shit. He's like, oh, they wanted me to provide catharsis. I'm saying, isn't that an aspect of justice, though? Aren't you here? Who really knows? Right. Like you're you're playing the numbers game instead of actually playing the job game, Mr. Tim Delaney. Tim Delaney, Tim Delaney. Something like that. Yeah, it's Delaney. Yeah, yeah. When Jacoba was like, yeah, he was rude to me. So I said, if I spit in your face, is it battery? Said Jacoba, girl, calm down. Don't go to jail, baby. Don't go to jail, girl. You got other siblings you got to meet. You ain't got time right. for this. She, was, she was letting half through this whole thing. She really was. And he kept quoting that Bible verse, Jeremiah 1 5. Uh, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. That freaks me out. That, yep. That's that quiverful shit that they <laughs> tossed in there. That priest. That's why they're like, oh yeah, this is like he's part of this quiverful movement. I mean, but you know, I get it. I mean, not that. I get her being mad. Not the not none of this shit. And this nigga, every time he went, everywhere he went, he always he always had a gun on him. He did. He always he had a gun. Like, what are you doing? He was always strapped. He was strapped yeah. when he met with Angela. He was strapped when he met with the sibling. But that, it looked like in a reenactment, he like was strapped when the cops like, took what's the happening? Yeah, that's like such a red flag. It's like, what are you doing with your life that you got to walk around with a gun on you at all times? But that's the thing. Nobody asks those questions about mm-hmm. white men. And if we add those questions about white men more frequently, we'd be in a better position. Like, why is it, Do what is it in your life that makes you think that you need to have this? So what kind of life are you living that you have to have this? Mm-hmm. In his case, he was, he was committing fertility fraud. Fertility fraud, yeah. And that is a lot, especially if it's like couples who they're thinking that you're intimidating them with their partner. Yeah. And it's your raggedy ass? Nah. And that was apparently a common thing too. It was. And I know the parents had to have some inkling, like, wait a minute. This child has blonde hair, blue eyes. Like, what the, 
and we all have black hair and we're all darker skin and we're all right well you know they're like oh well you know my great grandmother had blue eyes in the springtime between march and february you know march and april so it's just that side those recessive genes they just coming up i was like no those aren't recessive genes those aren't even your genes those are his this nigga said seven genes true religion I'd, they say no, but I keep giving. Oh, that's so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that was a little vulgar. It I had was, to make a Fergie reference. It was regular, vulgar. I don't know what to do with it, but I'm here and I'm gonna be what? This man is an awful fucking human being. Oh, like he's not the only one. <laughs> Apparently they were no, talking about after him. Uh, there was another forty doctors discovered in Indiana that was on the same shit. So nah, he's not the only one. No, they were saying that like those kinds of cases just internationally have. They're wild comment because there's no like yeah or there's no federal guidelines anywhere. So they're wild comment. Um. So the UK has. The UK actually has their own Department of Fertility Services that looks over all of that, which yeah, but that's still not yeah, it does, and they have probably had the most oversight of anybody. But that's not to say that it don't it stops this from happening. No, I mean it. Hopefully, it helps to stop these kinds of things from happening and there needs to be more federal like oversight especially in these kinds of situations where we're talking about women's reproductive health yeah and the fact that the the fact that that isn't um one a topic of conversation or two something that has been pushed for is a massive lapse in judgment yeah. Especially because we like to legislate women's bodies anyway in every way we can. In every way, except for the way we're asking you to. Except for ways in which protect women. And this definitely is a situation that required um, not just guidelines, actual fucking oversight, sample testing, all of that shit to ensure that this is not what's happening. But right. now you've got... 94 kids out here hopefully not dating each other hopefully but they're in a 25 mile radius so for some of these is wild close together they might have fucked before like i hope not i hope that it'd just be a whole nother i would sue I would sue on my own for emotional turmoil mm-hmm. distress because that would cause me distress oh very much so almost as much distress as a Carly Red wig. I mean, it just is <laughs> awful. I hate you. A Carly Red wig, bitch. I, leave me alone. <laughs> no, or almost as much distress as Brandy had behind the wheel that fateful afternoon on the freeway. Or as Brandy had when she found out that Jack Carlo didn't know who she was. <laughs> Because mama said she would murk him on his own beat. Don't play with her. No, she didn't. She did. All right, vocal Bible. Go and sit your crazy ass down. We know you can say she said I'll murk him on his own beat and then sing his ass to sleep. Mama said, Don't play with me. Yeah, go and play with that spiritual marriage. Go and get that figured out. Oh, 
<laughs> Y'all still married under the eyes of God and not the laws of LA. <laughs> there's that uh well all right y'all i think that wraps this up dr donald klein is a disgusting dipshit he's a A disgusting fucking piece of shit literally should not be able to practice or exist in nothing he shouldn't be he shouldn't be able to practice nothing medicine law (laughs) piano the two-step <laughs> like the turbo hustle, like this nigga don't get to We're practice not doing shit. The electric slide, the cupid. He don't get out, nothing. Out. Leave me alone. <laughs> Honestly, I hope his wife has him locked up in a bedroom, like diarrhea, mad black woman. <laughs> she giving this nigga toast and water for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because he would deserve the wild that. part is, you know, his wife probably don't think he did shit wrong because. They didn't get divorced because it shouldn't. It came out, but it didn't come out. Like it didn't come out in like a proven way. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like still to this point, his wife would feel like he committed adultery. So that's why I'm like, I'm like even still to this day, like we're having this conversation, but all of these kids are not confirmed to be his. A good enough of them are. Enough of them are via the other siblings, but. Yeah, but because there's never been a DNA match to him because he's never six. Like, no, there was. Was there? there was a DNA match? Yeah, I might have missed that part. That that's the whole basis of the um. Because that's really where I was obstruction of justice charge. That's how they got him on it. Yeah, I guess I just missed that part. I was doing some other shit when I was watching this, but I get. But yeah, they tr- my... um they tested Jacoba. That was my only basis as to why his wife would have stayed. But knowing that, it's like, why the fuck is you still there? But also that quiverful shit, like you never like divorce is not divorce is not a thing. Divorce is not an option. Like even look at the the Duggar the Duggar people. Like divorce is not an option. But the thing about they had like some of their sons was molesting their other kids, so. That's what I was about to say. Is like some of their sons were still were molesting their kids, and they, despite dad talking all that, my child's innocent bullshit. Mom never wavered against father at all. Right. Mom did not protect her children. Mom stuck beside what her idea of the family was. Like she put that shit first, even before right. the children. Yeah. So I mean, if she, if they are believing, if they are part of it, like it makes perfect sense. I just hope she's getting her revenge. But this also gives that great replacement theory, right? That shit Tucker Carlson be talking. Like, we have to rapidly populate the white race so we're not replaced by minorities. Yeah. It's weird. It's, It's weird and supremacist and I can't. That's the thing. I keep hearing about that replacement replacement theory and it's like so are we like I hate to put it this way are we once again trying to turn down like not turn down um dumb down white supremacy in order to further marginalize people and further mainline people if that makes sense well you know when, when we break these things down to very hmm 
you know, the great replacement theory that came from the white supremacists. So that was their No, way it's the basis the of it. It's just that I just feel like this whole conversation about that has been very dumbed down in a way that gives other white people further space to say that they aren't racist because they don't believe that aspect of it but that's the, and i'm like it, this is all like why are we trying to compartmentalize this this is all part of one thing this but is all this part is of one only system. coming up because you know about that little fuck nigga in buffalo mainstream white media go out their way and do like gymnastics level olympics to make these hate crimes committed by these white boys somebody else's fault and, and you know what and i'm gonna say even in even in acknowledging these things we give space for these things to exist and mm -hmm. the idea that this like replacement oh the great replacement like giving that room for discussion breathes life into it in a way that it doesn't no, deserve it. to have and I will circumvents say, us from like focusing on the larger issue at hand right i will which say this, this is a this is part of it it's only I've a ever, part of it this is the most air i've ever given this because i kind of think the whole thing is stupid so this is the most air that i've ever given this but it was just relevant to the topic at hand yeah yeah but overarchingly, the whole fucking argument is stupid. If you really yeah, like, just call it call it space space politics supremacy supremacy like that's it. what it is. Yeah, it's if you say three sex contra racism and look at it, it's actually a very faulty argument. It's quite stupid. There is no argument. It's just white supremacy. And honestly, I do believe that Dr. Klein, because remember when Shireen, Shireen's Jewish. Jewish and he asked her and she was like that makes me uncomfortable which yeah. shout out to you for establishing boundaries real quick saying no thank you but she did no that makes me uncomfortable though. not shout out to those boundaries <laughs> <laughs> she, she sure did though she said that makes me uncomfortable and <laughs> Mark is just Mark's dumbass is just sitting there that's why I love Shireen and her old brudging <laughs> Um, all right, y'all. I think that wraps this up. Um, you can find our father over on the net and the flicks. Make sure you watch it. Um, watch it on a day where you, you have the emotional and mental capacity to deal with it. It is full I of twists, turns, and every time you look up, another sibling arrives. Girl, it was woof. Also, look out once again for miss shireen in her fucking aubergine she is the goddess of this her and Jacoba, no, the saving grace the icon the the moment the need to be seen My right day, you got to be seen aubergine she showed up and said i am here to let half and she you said i am not here to play the games no. I'm going to collect the things and I'm going to leave. And if you hoes can't take, then gag, bitch. Like it's <laughs> between Shireen Aubergine and Jacoba Drew, it's definitely a, a good documentary. It's definitely <laughs> a, a good, like a, a good little hour and a half documentary. Mama said, I'm um, giving y'all the things today. Yeah, every ounce. 
on tonight, y'all are getting the things. <laughs> y'all are getting all of this, and you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to thank each and every one of you for popping in this week like you do every week. You can click the links in our bios for everything that we fucking do. Um, and as always, go fuck yourself. Yes. And go fuck somebody else, too. Go get the ducks. That's what I want to do. I don't All right, think I'm going there we to, go. but that's what I wanted to do. Go, go, go on and get yourself some dick. Go on, get your dick, get you some puss. I'm probably get, get whatever you like. Honestly, I'm that is consensual, but I wish full I would of love. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a good night. Bye, y'all.